Hey everyone, welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. So like all of us, I'm going through a few quarantine transformations. Gave myself bangs the other week, (laughs) cut my hair, and now I'm blonde. Did that last night, which was actually so fun. It's just like really exciting to see yourself in a new identity and a new skin. You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. It's like a little refresher. So other than that, I've been doing a good amount of reading. I've been practicing drawing a little bit, but I wanted to recommend this book. It's kind of old. It was written in 1996, I think, but it's called The Millionaire Next Door. And it really has helped me understand financial terms and investing and you know all of that stuff a lot better and I feel like I didn't really get an education like that in college or high school that really took me through the basics of financial literacy and the one thing that I'm really picking up from this book is that people that accumulate wealth later on are people that really don't care about the flashy things they're not the people that are buying really fancy cars or lots of clothes or, you know, consuming these really expensive things. They are great planners, they're great budgeters, and they don't necessarily care about showing off. So that's something I'm really taking note of because I really, I like pretty things and I like to have nice things around and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it's it's teaching me how to understand a balance more. Um, another thing is that Harvard and Yale are offering free online courses. so. Today I'm going to check that out, but if you guys are just feeling like you don't really know what to do with yourself or you know you want to learn something new but don't know where to start, definitely check out Harvard and Yale because, I mean, let's take advantage of some learning opportunities here, you know what I mean? So those are just little updates on my end. Um, I'm so excited to get into today's conversation with Heather, Activation Vibration. Guys, I feel so lucky I got her to come talk with us. I have been following her for a couple years now and she has really been a catalyst for my own personal change. She's somebody that is truly such a kind and authentic human being, which comes across in everything that she does. And in today's episode, we cover topics like connecting with our spirit guides and connecting with extraterrestrial beings. We talk about what's going on in our current reality as we shift from 3D to 5D, what that all means. We also talk about things as deep as what happens when we die and what happens with that energy transformation and how we can feel better about all of that and more connected as a whole. So, oh my gosh, so many goodies. But I'll let you guys listen and I'll connect with you on the flip side. How do you like to start your days off? Do you have a morning routine or rituals or do you just let it flow? What does that look like for you? Hmm. I would say a combination of both. So I like to keep um, kind of like a energetic structure and general intention for my days and for my, my risings. However, it's kind of like a combination of masculine and feminine energy where I don't force myself into a certain routine or structure if I'm like legit not feeling it and I feel like I need to do something else, then I kind of like allow myself to flow. I really like to always include some type of like breath work as well as like a stretch and a nature grounding 
whether that's like I'm actually doing yoga outside or I just go outside and I say thank you for another day and kind of like plant my feet in the ground. So I'll have like a and then some type of nutrient dense elixir or like green juice, celery is bomb. Like a little structure that keeps me centered and aligned, but allows me to flow within that structure. Mm, Yeah, I love that. And I will have already given an introduction kind of explaining who you are and what you do, but can you give us your personal version of that? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm, Wow. Yes. It's so funny. Like being like, okay, all right, which which aspect are we going to emulate here? Which one? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, essentially, um, yeah, I'm, I have many different roles and my purpose is to create and channel content of different sources, whether it's video or music or meditations or courses that activates and brings an awareness to people perhaps a different perspective, perhaps a permission slip that they can give themselves and um, shift with. It's essentially, it's encoded. Everything that I do, and I'm I'm saying it as in, because it really is like a vibration. It's like the activation vibration, essentially, it's a frequency. And that manifests in many different forms and expressions, whether it's songs or meditations or videos or how I am just in person, me just showing up in reality. So yeah, everything is encoded with like a certain energy and resonance that uh, in a way can relate and connect with the person that it is translating to. And every day I'm different. Every day I'm feeling different. Every day I'm doing something different. There's never just like one thing. I have a focus and an intention, kind of like my morning routine. But at the same time, I um, I really like to allow myself to be uh free in choosing what is next and to be utilized essentially as a conduit of source as um a frequency transmitter Mm -hmm. oh I love that Mm -hmm. and I love that you say you let yourself flow with whatever feels authentic to you at, at the time because it's so easy to put labels on ourselves even you know calling ourselves healers or hosts or whatever I mean yeah you work with energy in such a beautiful way And I want to dive into that a little bit because you're really helping guide our community through this quote unquote awakening and the shift into this new energetic space on earth. Can you help us understand what is going on? (laughs) I love it. Yes. So I know that these spaces where it's like so unknown and so just like out of the perspective is just kind of like out of reach. That's really when God, source, the divine is present and orchestrating. It's so clear to my higher self and to my soul how divine this whole situation is and how purposed it is. And honestly, I've also on a personal level felt this coming since I was little. I've been planning physically, emotionally, energetically for some type of apocalypse, for some type of like um, need to really stand up and embody and lead and guide and also just be. So it's, it's a very interesting experience having it as like Heather, as well as like the higher self, because Heather, of course, is also experiencing 
everything being shut down and everything changing and being different. But there's like this deep internal knowing where it's like, it's all so perfect and purpose. Mm -hmm. So coming from the higher self, essentially, it's really just a reflection and a surfacing of the darkness and the imbalance and the ailments that have been densely concreted in the collective psyche, in the collective existence. And now that has been brought to light, it's surfaced. And now everyone's like, oh my God, this is terrible. This is the worst it's ever been. This is this. And it's like, actually people are dying like, and, and being innocent people, good people are dying every single day. Worse than someone getting sick and like, you know, uncomfortably dying at, in sickness, there are a lot worse things that are happening, torture all the time, every single day. So it's essentially, though it is really intense and tragic, it's also pretty gentle in comparison to the darkness that's really at work behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So with that awareness and that perspective, and again, if you say that to the wrong person at the wrong time, that could totally trigger them, but it's allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to perceive the higher perspective where it's like, okay, all right, maybe this is a reflection of everything that's already been going on. Maybe we're seeing it now because we're ready to change it. We're ready to shift. Mm -hmm. We're ready to apply a new formula. And here's the medicine. As we're looking at it, as we're seeing it, as we're accepting it, now we can receive the medicine of it, apply it, and create a new way, embody a new way. So it's a powerful, beautiful thing, though it is so ugly in some angles, by being able to perceive it in some type of beautiful angle where it's like, okay, you know, the world, even if you're only able to think, okay, at least the world is changing. You know, at least it's going to be different than it's ever been. We, we needed this. Even if you can grasp that or hold on to that, that can actually align you and attune you to experiencing the positive that is already happening mm -hmm. from this whole experience. Because there is a lot. And it's interesting. I speak to a lot of my, my friends, my, my close fam, star fam, soul fam that are in the conscious community. And they're like, Heather, I feel guilty because I'm experiencing 5D. I'm having a great day every single day mm -hmm. on my own. I love this. I'm this, 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 this. Like I'm seeing such beautiful things and I feel guilty because of it. Mm -hmm. What's happening? Everyone else is experiencing such suffering and trauma and pain. Should I not be experiencing this? And actually what that is, and for those people, you absolutely should. And yes, you should even speak of it and express it because it's real. And what's happening is there is a significant split that is happening. And there are two realities. There are multiple realities, but energetically with like the same energetic denominator, two realities that are occurring that we have choice into. So it's by choosing something beautiful and just trusting or like, okay, maybe somehow something somewhere that connects you to a reality where you start to experience the positive from it. And if you attune to the other energy, then it just keeps you aligned to that timeline. Mm -hmm. Can you help us understand what a 5D reality looks like? What's the mm -hmm. difference between 3D and 5D? 
Mm, yes, absolutely. So essentially, 3D is and 5D is they're referring to dimensions. So there's like the third density dimension, and then there's the fifth density dimension. And essentially, the difference between them are the frequencies of energy. So it's kind of like they both hold and represent and exist within a specific consciousness. So within those two different dimensions, there's a different form of consciousness, a different energetic formula, and thus a different reality. So the way even the universal laws within those realities are different. It's a completely different way of experiencing reality. And both are actually tangible and physical. It actually manifest tangible experiences that are more attuned to a higher frequency. And in other words, another way to explain it is in higher benefit to you and to all. So 3D is fear. It's hate. It's worry. It's lower frequency energies. It's fed by lower frequency energies. So it's not that 3D is all bad, but it essentially has a formula of polarity, of duality. So it feeds off of both light and dark. So it's not that one is bad and one is good. They're just different. And even with 3D and 5D, it's not that 5D is higher, so it's better. They're actually just different ways of experiencing and both are perfect and both are of source. Both are of God, of, of divine creation. And so 5D essentially is unconditional love. That is like the first way to explain it and express it, where everything that is done, all the intentions, all the actions, all the feelings, everything is unconditional love, where there isn't confinement or judgment or separation or hate. It's acceptance. It's compassion. It's connection. And so what that looks like physically is connecting with people is following your bliss is being aligned with your purpose and another way to explain that is following your passion in every single moment so being passionate and excited and stoked essentially off of existence off of everything that you do and everything you receive and experience even if it is good or bad because it's not that bad things don't happen in 5D, it's actually that we just perceive them and receive them in a different way where it's like, oh, whoa, there's some polarity. Interesting. Now, if I respond in this way, it changes it to this. Nice. Let's keep going. Beautiful. Yes. So we're talking about integrating with a higher level of consciousness here in the fifth dimension. And mm -hmm. my favorite thing to hear you talk about sometimes is our extraterrestrial and our soul family that is surrounding us all the time. But for those of us who are kind of new and are starting to transition into this reality, how can we understand something that we can't really see? And how can we start to connect with those energies? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I love it so much that you enjoy this topic and resonate on it because it is such a prominent existence and connection once there is awareness that is brought to it. So these beings 
these embodiments and expressions can essentially be thought of as different forms of consciousness. Similar to the third dimension and the fifth dimension, we can't see it physically as like a a tangible grid, perhaps, that we're connected to. However, if you are tapped into 3D, the reality you're experiencing and the way you're feeling internally is completely different than if you're tapped into 5D. And that affects everything externally and manifests in everything physically. The same is with guides, where they are expressed through an energy that influences everything externally, yet they themselves are not necessarily physical. So they hold a certain type of consciousness that is connected to a stream of timelines, which are realities. And we can even think of these beings as like, just as we humans have multiple different expressions of ourselves and characteristics and personalities, it's like we can be like a five-year-old child and really enjoy watching cartoons and also an 80-year-old grandma liking to drink tea and talk about philosophical things while outside in nature. We have all these different aspects of ourselves and personalities. The same is with guides. They are essentially just different forms and expressions and manifestations of the same collective source energy. Hmm. And I know that you love to connect with the Pleiadians and the Arcturians. Can you give us a little bit more information about who they are and what their energies are like? Mm, Yes, absolutely. So Arcturians specifically um, are the beings that I connected with first. And I actually connected with them. I experienced them physically in light form before I had any information or knowledge or wisdom around extraterrestrials or any form of like tangible alien channeling or uh, embodiments. I had absolutely no idea of it. And So when they first came to me, it was such a comfortable and connected feeling that it was kind of like just known, soul known, that this was right, this was good, and I was benefiting already from it. So I opened my field and I did give full permission at that moment. The first time they came in, I didn't have any um, fear come up necessarily just because I was really connected to how it was really feeling for me. Mm -hmm. And so since then they've been coming through and I think that it has a lot to do with um, the full acceptance. And often people ask, how do I call in beings? How do I bring them through? One of the most important things to do first is to really uh, get clear on if you have any fear about these beings even existing or your safety or anything, because truly we are all safe and sovereign in our own choosing, in our own decision. If we decide that we are, we really truly are, nothing can ever break that. So that would be the first thing is to connect with your acceptance. And if you give yourself permission to connect with these beings externally. But so when they first came through and connected in that way, it was, there wasn't really much of an exchange. It was just energy. And gradually as Arcturians kept coming through, it would be, they don't come in as physical light beings much anymore. It's more so that I'm connected to a certain consciousness. So Arcturians are very, um, advanced. They're, 
often referred to as the most advanced species and they show me some of like the physical techniques that I can do with my body to upgrade or to activate my system. So they're very personal for me and I I don't really share the information I receive from them. It's all kind of just for me and then I apply it, encode it, integrate it, you know, and then I am expressed. And of course it's expressed through me because it's going into the little pot that is compiling me. And the Pleiadians, they are the ones that I connect to about mission, about purpose, about sharing a message that is designed to remind, awaken, and activate the collective. So when I experience them, it's full consciousness as well. Um, I haven't ever experienced really them in tangible physical form. They're more so like we are a community, a group, and you are part of us and we are a part of all. And there's many different perspectives and personality traits that come through with the Pleiadians. So they're connected to the new earth, to um, and all benevolent extraterrestrial beings are connected to helping us build this new earth. But Pleiadians more so um, have like a very strategic plan, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And they're very specific with the way that they translate information and steps and um, yeah, they're they always come in with like this light blue kind of like luminescent energy and essence, and it's very fluid. They remind me a lot of water, um, often dolphins. There's like like images that I'll get of just dolphins in my third eye as I'm like receiving information from them. Um, they speak a lot through tone, through frequency, and uh, yeah. They're, they're both so magical. <laughs> mm. Yes, I love that. And I was watching your video on cosmic beings that you put out recently. And I've been going through my own block. I had an experience with, it might have been a gray or something um, a few years ago. And it showed up in my window and it paralyzed me with fear. And I was just like, please, I'm not ready to receive this energy. I had been asking for a while but I hadn't been specific about only inviting benevolent energy in. And I think I'd called in this darker energy and I was also not taking great care of myself. So it kind of makes sense that it would come in like that. But since then I've just been trying to reconnect, but um, it's really getting over that fear block. And I love, there was a part where you were talking in your video about this. They will not come to you if you're afraid anyways. So like higher dimensional beings won't even come into your frequency if you're afraid. So that made me right. feel a lot better and willing to practice. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And like, cause they honor and respect you, especially if there is awareness of them, it's to be honored and respected essentially. So as you even acknowledge, Oh, I'd like to work through this fear that is also known and seen and felt and appreciated as well. So they will also help to um, assist you in getting over that fear as well because you are connected to them. You absolutely are. And you are continuously, consistently communicating with them, but perhaps not in the energetic, tangible way that you have previously experienced and that is just because you are still moving through that fear, perhaps on a subconscious or a deeper layer or level. Yeah, for sure. Okay, another topic I wanted to talk to you about was um, understanding past lives a little bit more. And 
Do you have any recommendations for tools that we can use or practices that we can do to connect with where we've been energetically on different timelines? Mm, Yes, absolutely. Past lives can actually explain our connection to them and can even bring to light perhaps certain stories or traumas or um, successes that we experience in previous lives that we would like to bring forth into this life or heal and better understand and move forward from in this life. So often past life experiences can influence our current life experience. And that is usually the case. That is usually the case because most of us have experienced lives or embodiments before, but there are also new souls who have never experienced past lives here as well. So it's not that everyone has past lives, which also connects to it being even more resonant when you do acknowledge and uh, accept one of your past lives. So certain ways that you can connect with a way that you have previously incarnated is by bringing awareness to the certain desires or enjoyments or abilities that you have that perhaps are unexplained that weren't taught to you from your family or perhaps you weren't involved with growing up that kind of have no explanation where it's like I'm just good at this sport and I just recently tried it or no one in my family plays it or I never really practiced it but I'm just so good at this or I'm obsessed with India dressing with the way that women dress in India and love this. You probably existed in India before. And so even just connecting to any of those stories or things that are really real for who you are now and that help to make up who you are as this self, as you connect to those little things, you can allow yourself to explore more connections and perhaps more messages that come from that life. Because if you're able to even perceive it, then you do have the open gateway to that reality yourself. So perhaps put yourself in meditation or in a hypnosis or in a trance and just allow yourself to move through or perhaps work with a friend or a professional that can help you um, further explore what you experienced in that life and perhaps if there are any tools or messages that can help to benefit you in this life. Mm, I love that. I think what a lot of us are trying to figure out and feel comforted by is this fear of unknowing, like what's going to happen when we die? And I think that's just such a big question for all of us. I love Oprah will just ask her guests straight up, like, what do you think is going to happen when we die? So Heather, can I ask you, what do you think is going to happen when we leave our physical body? I absolutely love that. That is incredible. So yeah, I, I personally have literally never feared death. And this may be connected to the fact that I'm a Scorpio. And so I resonate with the depth and kind of like the deep subconscious psyche and the mystery, the unknown, the beyond. That's where I connect the most. That's where I um, lose self and expand into infinity are in those spaces. And that has been a way of mine since I was 
little since I was born. I, I don't know any other way personally. So with that, not fearing death, it's actually allowed me to connect to a reality here in this life to where I am protected in a way or perhaps um, aligned to a timeline where the fear of death can't control me, where it doesn't limit me, where it doesn't confine me or prevent me from taking action or taking risk. So in terms of knowing what happens when we die, I actually, it's interesting, I did, I'm pretty sure, die when I was seven years old in Hawaii. I was taken under by a wave and tried to get up and my head was smashed by a rock underneath. And I remember like seeing all the blood and feeling like my body actually losing life force energy as so much blood was coming out and trying to get up from the waves and keep getting pulled under. And I remember being like, oh, this is when I die. So now I just relax and I let go of my whole body and now I go somewhere else. Okay, so this is what I do now. All right. And I fully surrendered, allowed myself to fully die. And I don't like actually remember where I went in my consciousness, which I would think that I would because I like this is my realm, but I don't remember anything in my mind, but I washed up and I remember just waking up, coughing up a bunch of water, ocean water. So that experience, even there was a full choice. It felt like where I surrendered and because I wasn't scared, what was supposed to happen kept me here. It, It kept me here in a way. So that's just another testament to how not fearing it allows you to stay in alignment with what is purpose and what is true. But essentially there are, Uh, different layers of spirit once we pass on from this realm. So I've experienced um, people who have transitioned or passed in a form of kind of like a lurking energy or spirit where they're still kind of clearing up karma or perhaps assisting people here in this realm. Or um, there's also like uh, angelic spirits who have transitioned and moved on multiple different layers and are communicating and supporting with light and divine energy to people they knew or have never known here on this earth as well. And then there's a transition. So like there's three layers I've been shown energetically. The transition, the the highest one is where it's like, oh, they've gone and I don't know, it looks just like a huge light portal. And it's like the three layers, it's earth. And then there's one layer two layer and then the third layer allows for it to become just source infinite source creation so that's when i think we transition into a different personality or character if that makes sense the soul completely changes but essentially there are like two layers of spirit that i have experienced just in channeling that do have our characteristics and our personalities essentially or some of them it's more of the soul but And I think we have, okay, yes, they're saying we have different um, contracts and agreements per person. So some people, they stay in the two layers and they assist here on earth. Some people go straight to source, they reincarnate. So it really is different for every soul and it's based on personal soul agreement. Heather, you're surrounded by light, like rainbows. I wish people could see this. I just took a screenshot. Like you have rainbows 
literally all around you. And when you're moving, your hands are sparkling. It's like, I have chills. It's so crazy. I'm going to take a picture so I can show you later. It's crazy. (laughs) Beautiful. Um, Heather, I know you are also an amazing artist, singer, musician, and I've been researching a lot of and trying to understand more about how sound frequency affects us and how it changes our vibration. Can you talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit and how sound healing works and, and the opposite, how to be careful with what we're bringing in with sound and media in general? Yes, absolutely. So sound is physical, though we cannot see it. So it affects us physically as well. So certain sounds and frequencies are attuned to and designed to ignite and activate certain feelings and emotions and states within our bodies and beings, because we are essentially conduits of sound as well. So we, just as we produce and emit sound, we also respond to and are influenced by sound. And sound can actually be used, certain hertz and frequencies, to heal any ailment, any disease, to clear anxiety, to do something as simple as making someone feel good and smile, to actually shifting someone's brain chemistry altogether to where they experience a whole new life. So... Essentially, I love creating meditations and songs that are tuned to certain frequencies to either balance or to heal or to invigorate people. Mm-hmm. And often these certain sound frequencies, like for example, there's 432, different frequencies that resonate with different things. These are all connected to different chakras in the body and being as well. So you can actually um, center in on a certain emotion or a certain energy or manifestation or ailment or imbalance that you want to influence with sound and connect to that certain frequency. And it's actually so sensitive as to where, um, like, I think it's 428 hertz can heal and calm and uh, balance the nervous system. And 430 actually causes, which is just two different octaves, can cause trauma to the body, can cause anxiety. So it's so significant which frequencies and sounds we are attuning ourselves to because you are literally attuning yourself to sounds that you are listening to of the frequencies that you are consuming. So it's also really important to listen to music that actually does make you feel good. Isn't just like forcing you to move or like feeding your ego essentially, but is more so nourishing you on a deep subconscious level. Because even if we acknowledge, okay, this is a stupid song. I don't really think, you know, that this should happen or people like I am this way, but I'm just going to listen to it. Still those sounds and repeating those affirmations, it's kind of like a mantra and that does get stuck in your psyche and your subconscious and it does start to program you. It absolutely does. And this isn't to be scared of or fear, oh, I can't listen to anything then or I'm going to be affected, but it's more so about what you repeat what your routine is. If you are listening to certain things on routine, that will affect you. If you hear one song one time and you're like, whatever, I'm just going to listen to this once and dance to it or a few times, that's totally fine. 
However, if you are consistently penetrating yourself with lower vibrations or sounds that are actually designed to put you in a lower state, that is absolutely going to affect you. And actually in a lot of the mainstream music is actually embedded with lower frequency vibrations as well to sedate people, to suppress people, to take away their power, essentially. Mm, yes. I'm having this memory of watching Game of Thrones a little while ago. I was like, oh, I'll just figure out what everyone's talking about. It'll be fine. Mm. And um, I just like binge watched it while I was not feeling well one week. And I came out of that week feeling so depressed, borderline suicidal. I just didn't even recognize myself. And I was like doing a journal exercise. I was like, what is going on? Why am I feeling this way? And I was like, oh my gosh, Helen, it's because you've been watching this people getting killed and betraying each other and this just warfare that is so lower vibrational. And as soon as I stopped watching television like that and shows like that and putting boundaries around that kind of frequency, I felt so much better. So that really resonates. Wow. Yeah, I definitely resonate with that too. I'm so sensitive to energies that often if I'm listening to someone else's personality or a different show of some type, my mind is actively looking to perceive the resonance in their way of functioning. So it's like, oh, they perceive things in this way. Oh, they feel things in this way. And my psyche is just bringing it to awareness, but that awareness alone ends up creating a, a, a possibility in my system. So in the same theme of talking about energy work, what do you do daily to keep your energy where you want it to be? Are there any rituals or practices that you're doing daily that you can help us through? Mm, yes. Yeah. I find that meditating is so huge right now and really any form of meditation. So not just sitting in stillness, but actively doing something where you decide, okay, I'm in meditation. Okay. I'm going to meditate. This is going to be meditative. So you can do that while cleaning the dishes, while dancing, while being with a child or a pet, actively bringing presence and awareness to situations that you may not have awareness of before, that you may have just been an autopilot through before. Now, the reason why I'm saying this as a specific tool in this time is because the way in which we function, our personal formulas right now are changing. They're completely reorganizing just as the collective is right now. What you used to get out of things is also changing. It's up-leveling. It's upgrading. So there's more depth. There's more expansion. There's more tools, more satisfaction, more satiation in every single moment now. There's more magic in every single moment. So doing things, even going to the bathroom, like peeing, being meditative and being in a meditation while you're peeing and actually realizing and acknowledging, wow, my body is unwittingly releasing toxins. I'm clearing. I'm detoxing right now. Yeah. Things that the body's not using are actively leaving me right now. It's working. It's, it's here. Mm. Yes. 
And just bringing that awareness to it actually allows your body to, again, shift into a reality where you're able to receive the fullness of what is actually happening in that moment. Also toning, toning is really powerful. Just like making sounds, clearing the throat chakra right now. I personally have allergies. I've also been outside every single day, nonstop in the flowers for multiple days now. And so I apparently have allergies, but doing uh, like toning frequencies with the throat. So like something simple just as like, And just allowing that sound to emanate from your body because our voices are actually designed to heal our bodies, uh, personally heal our bodies, and also can purify and clear the energetic field around us as well. So that's a really powerful one. And dancing. I have to suggest dancing. Actually circulating and moving energy through your body, even if it's just shaking. Places in which energy was stuck before needs to move. Yes. And what do you think that we are actually about to be capable of if we're not already capable of this? Like I'm thinking about telepathy, astral projection, um, you know, things that are really like literally magical feeling. Um, How can we start to comprehend that and practice and work on those things? Mm, Yes. I feel like the magic is revealed when the being is ready. So doing things like taking time actively to do some type of ritual or practice. So texting your friend, hey, I'm going to try and telepathically, energetically send you a message. Let's see if you get it. And going back and forth and creating your own little system, playing little games like that. Those are all extremely helpful. And there isn't really just like a specific way to do them. Essentially, the purpose of those practices and of practices is to take the time and the space and put the energy and the intention into a certain thing to allow the magic to come forth and to be revealed because we have all these abilities. It's more so that we have so many other programs running and so many other energies that are circulating in the field that are distracting us from acknowledging and recognizing our ability to do these things. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Heather, I've got like a list of 100 questions I keep wanting to ask you, but is there any last piece of wisdom you'd like to give us or any kind of message that you want to leave us with? Connect with guides. Hmm. We have angelic and extraterrestrial guides here with us. Yeah, so there are many golden keys certain energies and feelings that represent awarenesses that when connected to and induced within the being can instantly connect you to the reality of your choosing, of your benefit, of your soul's alignment. There is no need to seek a certain timeline or alignment or to reach, or to worry, or to fear that you are perhaps not experiencing your highest timeline. There is simply just a feeling and emotion that should be invoked and should be embodied so that this reality can make itself present to you. It is here. 
It is present. New earth is here. This is the fifth dimension. And there are steps. The gateway is open, leading to this reality. It is here, it has anchored, and it is continuing to expand here. So these keys that can instantly connect you to experiencing this fifth dimensional heaven on earth, new earth reality and timeline is compassion. Compassion for yourself, for the good, for the bad, for the positive, for the negative. Dissolving any polarity of emotion, any judgment, and instead feeling love, accepting, and embracing whatever is. Compassion is key right now. This allows you to come into neutrality. This allows you to unpolarize yourself and instead become the bridge, the being of light in the middle. Compassion is one. And one other that we are going to share is excitement, passion, doing what is exciting to you right now. Flowing into the moments with ease and grace and uncertainty if present. Not trying to externally project into your future what should be done, but instead following what you are called to in every single moment, using your passion as your means of direction, using passion to declare what you choose to do and how to be, and not holding yourself in confinement or limitation to any previous timeline or set or structure or way of being. It is about flowing. And as long as you allow yourself to properly perceive what is exciting to you and what invigorates you and act upon it, you will never be led astray. You will always be anchored in alignment. And you will always be connected to and receiving from the higher realms experienced as the fifth dimension here on earth. Thank you. And so it is. And so it is. Oh, Heather, you, you just make my heart so full and Everyone listening, we're all so lucky to be blessed by your presence today. So thank you so much for making the time to share your gifts and be here. I really appreciate you.
Yes, thank you so much. I feel your heart. And thank you for all you're doing too. Thank you for creating this platform. Thank you for speaking and sharing out of your own energy, your own love, your own heart, your own purpose, your own mission, and assisting and helping and awakening so many as well. So thank you. Thank you, Heather. All right. Well, I'll let you enjoy your evening, but I'll talk to you soon. All right, angels, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you come out of this feeling more at peace, more centered, and I hope that you understand that you are exactly where you need to be and that the universe is working for you. As Heather likes to say, everything is working out, best case scenario. I love that mantra that she started. Um, So you can follow her on YouTube and Instagram. She has a wonderful community of people all following her. It's at Activation Vibration. I'll link that in the show notes. And you can find me on Instagram at Helen Denham underscore. And you can go to www.helendenham.com for blog posts, links to my music, links to the other podcasts. You can subscribe to my newsletter there. I send out a newsletter every Sunday for Self Care Sunday. And I also have been releasing music pretty frequently. So my newest single is called Runaways. I'll link that below as well. But yeah, just some little tidbits for you. Thank you so much for your support again. And I hope you have a beautiful evening or rest of your day. Talk to you soon.